I want you to turn to the book of Psalm. We're going to kind of go part two this week. Romans 12 verse 2 is where I'm going to start. But I want you just to turn to Psalm 1. And uh, God's plan for your life is not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not. Turn to your neighbour, your household member. If you're sitting by yourself, yell across the row. Say to somebody, not God's plan for you. Say it, God's plan for you. Come on, turn to someone. Shanice is saying it to me. Turn to, I said, turn to somebody. Don't just look at me. Turn to somebody and say, hey, God's plan for you. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. God's plan for you is not normal. Vange, God's plan for you is not normal. God, God has a good plan for your life. And we, we know that God's plan is not normal for you according to the world's standards. And it's, it's not without challenge, but it's not normal in comparison to what the world says about the plan that is ahead of you. God's plan for you is not normal. We wanna help discover what does that look like? And this Scripture is gonna help us. In Romans 12 verse two, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And we don't wanna get stuck in the patterns of this world. We wanna, we wanna live not according to what the world says. Come on, we wanna live according to what the Word says. Because the world didn't form you in your mother's womb, but the Word did. Jesus is the Word. John 1 tells us that in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. Everything that was made was made through the Word. Jesus is the Word. It says further on in John that Jesus says the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus didn't stay just away up in heaven. He came from heaven to earth. The Word is living, breathing. And every time you get a hold of the Word, you're getting a hold of Jesus. Every time you get the Word in your spirit, every time you get a Scripture and you memorise it and you get it deep in your soul, you are connecting at a level with Christ. Jesus in you is the hope of glory. Listen to me. This Word in you is the hope of glory. Come on, I thought I was at Silver Location where we are involved in the Word. The Word, the Word is living, breathing. It's sharper than a double-edged sword. If you need power, stop looking at the news. Start looking at the Word. If you need, if you need redirection, if you are feeling disorientated, look to the Word. The Word will reorientate your life. Because the Word is Christ. And in Psalm 1, it says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. Mockers are always seated, always watching, but never involved. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? Their delight, their heart is excited. Their heart is in love with the Word and who meditates on His Lord day and night. Their mind thinks about the Word, talks about the Word. When was the last time you were just hanging out with somebody and you started talking about a Scripture? You know, just like in conversation. I read this this morning. It was amazing. It really helped me. Well, let's, let's be that kind of people who love the Word of God. We are not familiar with the Word of God. We don't treat it as regular or just another thing. It's not another item on your Netflix 
list. It's, it's, it's not on Stan. It's not on any, it's not on Disney Plus. This is the Word of God. It's living, breathing. And let's never get familiar with it. Let's love it. Then it says, those who love the Word of God in heart and mind, this is what they're like. They're like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Whatever they do prospers. Down in verse six, it says, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. But the way of the wicked leads to destruction. God, we thank you for your word. Speak to us through this scripture in Jesus' name. Amen. Vange, you're the best. You may be seated. Can you thank Vange? You're a legend. So living, living God's normal, which is not normal for your life, starts with the Word of God. Getting in alignment with the Word of God is where you start. Now, alignment is important because alignment is, uh, keeps you together. Now, if your body is out of alignment, hello, if your body is out of alignment, you'll be bent out of shape. And so where there is a lack of alignment, we find there is dysfunction. And so in a physical sense, I was just reading the other day, uh, having proper alignment goes beyond maintaining a good posture. It can also help prevent long-term pain. Misalignment may impair your range of motion and cause issues that affect your quality of life. There may be signs that your spine, it can even happen to your spine. At one point, I had scoliosis in my back and I went to the chiropractor and he helped just get that back of mine straightened because where there is a lack of alignment, it actually affects everything you do. And when your soul is misaligned, when there is a lack of alignment in your life, we find that we get bent out of shape. So when we have a relational challenge, I'm trying to respond and fix the relational challenge, but I can't because I'm out of alignment. But when I get in alignment, now my perspective and my response is going to be appropriate to the situation I'm facing. So it starts, how do I walk in God's normal for my life? It starts with the Word. Are you with me today? It starts with aligning your heart and your mind with the Word. The beautiful thing about this is um, really that is what worship is. Worship is alignment. Where you position, what you position as Lord of your life becomes guide of your life. What you make Lord, if sex is Lord, if money is Lord, if things is Lord, if, if, if the house is Lord, if ministry is Lord, if marriage is Lord, then that becomes the guide. That is what I am now submitted under. But when you make Jesus Lord, He will be your guide, your shepherd. He's got your back no matter what you're facing. He is perfect. He is incapable of evil. He will never let you down. Jesus is the true reflection of God. Jesus is God. And so when I align my life and I get my worship in the right order, suddenly I find that I start to come under God's blessing for my life. But I've got to get in line. I've got to get my alignment right. 
And so sometimes we need to go to the chiropractor, physically speaking, and this is your chiropractor. It'll get your spirit back in shape. If you are feeling bitter, if you're feeling hurt, if you're feeling offended, if you're feeling worried, if you're feeling anxious, this will be a chiropractor for your spirit and your soul. It'll just, it'll, 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 it'll be rough, but it'll, it'll, it's grace and truth. Sometimes it'll be the grace and sometimes you just need some truth. Ouch. And it'll, and it'll get you back in shape. It's your chiropractor for your soul and your spirit. You got to allow it to get in there. And I, I know that um, Jesus, even Jesus faced the, the tension and the pressure to shift His worship. We read about it in Matthew 4, 1 to 11. I won't read the whole thing, but Jesus, in verse, in verse 1, it says this, this will blow your mind. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit, by God, into the wilderness, wow, to be tempted by the devil. Wow, thanks for that, God. That's awesome. Here's Jesus and the Spirit. It wasn't the enemy. It wasn't a bad Spirit that led him into the wilderness. Actually, God was using this moment of testing to confirm and affirm who Jesus was. And so sometimes testing comes not to tell you who you're not, but to affirm who you are. And so if you are being, yeah, that's good. You can clap. You can, you can get excited about the Word of God. I know it's cold in here. We're going we're gonna to get it warmed up. I'm going to warm you up right now. If you are facing testing, don't be discouraged. It might be that God is actually going to use the testing to make you stronger. God wants to use everything in your life. There's nothing wasted with God. Nothing is wasted with God. Your mistakes are not wasted. Breakdown relationally is not, even that is not wasted. God wastes nothing. And here's Jesus and the enemy comes and meets him in the wilderness and he wants to test him. And he asks him these questions. He says, if you are the son of God, then do this. If you are the son of God, then do this. And then at the end, the enemy reveals his cards and he says to him, verse eight, again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. And he said this to Jesus, all this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away from me, Satan, for it is written, he didn't reply with a nice thought or his own intelligence. What did he say? He said, it is written. This word is a weapon. And if you will use it like a weapon, it'll work as a weapon. If you will submit your life to it and allow it to be a, a weapon, you don't have to convince the devil to go away. You can use the word. You have authority in the word. Jesus has authority and Jesus is the Word. <laughs> so let it be a weapon in your mouth. Let it be a weapon that every time you're in a, a hard place, you get out the Word. The Word of God is like a sword that cuts the enemy's attack to pieces. And even Jesus, who was the Word, used the Word to shut the devil up. 
if it's good enough for the Word to use the Word and quote the Word that He is, then it's good enough for you and me to copy Jesus and keep it simple. Keep it simple. I won't add the kiss part because it's keep it simple, but you're smart. And so keep it simple. Silly. <laughs> keep it Keep it simple. Get the Word. All you need is the Word. You don't have to understand everything about everything. You just need the Word. The Word of God is life and it's a weapon in your hand. Put it in your mouth. So the enemy was always after the worship. He was always after alignment. And the enemy is always, he is, he is not after your things. But he will use those things to get you out of alignment with God. God is, the devil is not after your house. He's not after your money. You know, like if you're having a bad time with money, it's like, the devil's attacking me. Well, I mean, yeah, like the enemy is not after your wealth. Because I mean, he'll, he can take it away, he can give it to you. What he is after is your worship. What He wants from you is your worship. What He wants to rob, kill and destroy is your worship because your worship is your alignment. And when you're in alignment with God, no devil in hell cannot curse you, cannot attack you. You are blessed if you're in line. So get in alignment and watch what God can do. And here it is as I close. This is what happens. This is the normal that God has for your life when you're in alignment. It says in Psalms, it says that you will be like a tree planted by streams of water. You will be fresh in every season. You will be full of streams. In John 7 verse 38 says, whoever believes in me, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. When you are in alignment with God's Word, you're like a tree planted by streams of living water. You'll be fresh. You'll have fresh revelation. You'll have fresh insight. You will be refreshed. You will not be feeling weary all the time. You'll be kept fresh. The Word of God is refreshing. It's like, it's like food for your soul. Second thing it says, those who delight the law of the Lord and meditate on it day and night, they will be like a tree planted by streams of water who yields its fruit in season. You will be fruitful. John 15 verse five says, I am the vine, you are the branches. 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 It does not say that you are the vine and God is the branches. It says that Jesus is the vine and you are the branches. Stop trying to be the vine. Let Jesus be the vine and be a good branch. Stop trying to save everybody and just be a good branch. Stop being over-responsible and negligent with the things you need to be responsible for because you're trying to save the world and do everything that you're not actually called to do. Stop it. You're not the vine, you're the branch. Be a good vine, be a good branch and let Jesus be the vine. Amen, 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 amen. Yes, pastor, I'm not the vine, I'm a branch. But Flippinick, be a good branch. Be the best branch you could ever be. Be the branch that is full of life and fruit. 
but your fruitfulness is not because you're the vine, it's because you're connected to the vine. Remain in me and I'll remain in you and you will bear, not might, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus said. And what's interesting to me about this is actually you can do something. Like you can do something apart from God in this life. But in the scheme of eternity, it'll be as though it was nothing. Because after this life, there is another life. And what we do in this life, thanks Gladiator, echoes in eternity. What what we do in this life is for the next life. And so to do things in this life apart from Christ will be meaningless in the next. The greatest thing you can do with your life is bear fruit for the next life. And fruitfulness isn't just money. It isn't isn't things of this world. It's souls. It's people. It also says that those who meditate on the Word day and night, who delight in the Word, their leaf does not wither. You will flourish. Oh man, we want you to flourish. Guys, if there's anything we want for you, it's that you would flourish that you would have long-term health, long-term, you would be long-term vibrant, that your family would flourish, that your relationships would flourish, that your work would flourish, that you would, people would look at you and say, wow, this person is flourishing. Not because everything is perfect. I mean, in the middle of a pandemic, you can flourish. In the middle of a breakdown, you can flourish. In the middle of trauma, you can flourish. In the middle of it, not at the end of it and not before it, in the middle of it, you can flourish right there in the middle because Jesus came from heaven to earth right into the middle of the world, not when it was perfect, but when it was in a mess. You can flourish now. You can flourish now. Get the Word of God. Psalm 92 verse 12 says, The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Who loves cedars of Lebanon? Me too. Just me and Pastor me. The last thing it says is that whoever delights, loves the Word of God, meditates on it, thinks about it, will be like a tree planted and whatever they do will prosper. You will have favour. When you align your life with the Word, with Jesus, you'll have favour. Your business will have favour. You can expect that God is going to work all things together for good. Romans 8 verse 28 says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those, come on, for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. There's a guy in the Bible called Joseph and he went through hardship after hardship after hardship, but God worked it all together for good. And some of us may be facing hardship, but listen to me, I declare today in Jesus' Name, God is working it together for good in your life. God is a master of the behind the scenes. 
God's not always in front of your face. Listen to me. God's not always doing the work where you can see it. God is often working in the hidden places that you can't see. God is often doing things behind your back. He's an expert. It's kind of annoying. And even in the face of uncertainty, God is working. If you can't see it, doesn't mean God's not working. He is working. And He's working it all together for good. All the situation, He's working it. You, like, like, have you ever felt like I've looked at things in my life and thought, how on earth are you going to do this one, God? You ever felt like that? Come on. You ever felt like that? God, how? I mean, how? Talk to Mary. The angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, Hey, Mary, you know, I know you're not married yet, but you're going to bring Jesus into the world by my spirit. And, you're gonna, and she, the first thing she said, How? <laughs> how? How? If you're staring at things in your life and you're feeling like, How, God? Join the club. But we know, we can ask how, but we know that in all things, God is working it together for our good. You are favoured when you're planted in the Word 